Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like in the parking lot at your kid's peewee championship game. A trophy bigger than your five-year-old is blocking the rear windshield of the car in front of you. As they reverse into you, you're stuck on defense. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, this crash could drain your athletic fund. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Hey, everybody. This is John Middlecoff from 3 and Out with John Middlecoff. Superchargers, headlights, and more. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. With over 122 million parts and eBay guaranteed fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time. Or your money back. Plus, with prices that don't break the bank, you can stay on your A-game. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. The Volume. Jenkins and Jones is presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. There's no better place to make every moment more than with FanDuel. Lots of reasons why I love betting on FanDuel Sportsbook. They've got great odds and markets for the MLB, PGA Tour, tennis, football futures, and so much more. They've got awesome new and existing user promotions. It's America's number one sportsbook. It's easy to use, safe and secure, and you get your winnings fast. Plus, it's fun to combine multiple bets from the same game into a same-game parlay. You can discover the most popular same-game parlays each day right when you log in. If you're new, just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app to get started now. Sign up with promo code JNJ so they know we sent you. That's promo code JNJ. That's J-A-N-D-J. Disclaimer, must be 21 and over and present in select states only. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text Next Step to 53342 or call 1-800-GAMBLER. Welcome to Jenkins and Jones on the Volume Podcast Network. It is Thursday, August eighteenth, and uh, we're we're the hard out boys today. <laughs> hard, out, hard out, shout it! Rock hard out. You feel what I'm saying? Brick hard out. You feel me? Uh, John's on vacation in another country. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm going on a bus trip to a football game that's going to happen on the surface of the fucking sun, and Tyler has a meeting, so we. <laughs> I got fun waiting for me. I got some more whiskey yeah, sours, yeah. some more John, motherfucking coconut water out the coconut. Yeah, John, John's drinking water out of a coconut, looking at the private pool in front window. of a pool in front drink. of a beach, my nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, some light. I'm just playing. <laughs> Well, it's good that uh, we're all in a celebratory mood because uh, shortly before, for the first time in Jenkins and Jones history, breaking NBA news actually worked out for our recording schedule. Uh, It has just been announced that LeBron is signing a two-year extension that keeps him with the Lakers through the 24-25 season. (sighs) I couldn't couldn't be happier. (laughs) Fellas, your reaction. Jenkins and Jones bring you back talk. <laughs> <laughs> so shit, he didn't read off for what? What ninety seven M's? Ninety seven of them things. Yeah, it'll be forty eight and a half yeah, million. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, I think year. they said they're forecasting it to probably jump to like a hundred and eleven mil after the new fucking the CBA, or whatever. So yeah, that, that boy cashing out. I mean, I'm I'm just I'm just 
kind of curious at the timing of it all because you know we all know that Braun is a dude who will withhold his re-signing until you know offseason moves are made, right? So I'm wondering, man, it, it like you can look at this either way. You can look at it like he's not giving a fuck about that anymore, or like they might have locked up Kyrie, perhaps, maybe, and he's like, okay, bet. So I don't know, man. We'll see. I know I'm not surprised the billionaire decided to take $100 million to stay in a city that has 360 days of fucking sunshine rather than half a year full of snow. That's not surprising to me. Uh, but yeah, man, I mean, like you, like you said, I mean, I think this says that, you know, he's, he signed a deal. He's got what he wanted. Westbrook is out of town. <laughs> Sorry, Damn. baby. <laughs> Sorry. He, he got his best friend in another city. You know what I mean? Like, whatever. Cleveland Cavalier fans, I want you to look me directly in my eyes while I'm talking to you. <laughs> Your false confidence about LeBron returning to Cleveland emotionally affected me over the last couple of months. I'm not going to lie to you. And my glee at laughing at you is your... <laughs> you've earned that. <laughs> because you, I was slightly nervous about the shit, to be completely honest with you. And so your butt was clenched for a solid month and a half. It was it was it was pretty tight. It was, it was a little tight. And so, you know, you're gonna continue with your number one export being crippling depression uh for another oh. couple years longer. It's a solid city, Mike. Let's not go too far. Steakhouse good, city. Good Midwest really good steakhouse, steakhouse city. You know what I mean? Get you a good steak in Cleveland for someone, sure. I just tweeted, uh, y'all really thought Braun was going to leave L.A. for Cleveland. And someone responded and was like, Cleveland's a nice city. But like John said so. And I was like, John is also living in L.A. instead of Cleveland. So. <laughs> and he was right. <laughs> As usual, Mike was right. <laughs> um, I, you know, Tyler, I had the exact same thought. As a Laker fan, as a Braun fan, this was like doubly exciting to me because I don't see him effectively, you know, we don't want to say the end of his career. Lord knows how long that man is going to play professional basketball. But I don't see him putting his name on a contract for the best remaining years he will have playing basketball in a situation where he does not think he's going to compete for championships. For sure. Definitely I mean, not I a just playing situation. Definitely not in the playing again next year. You know what I'm saying? So, so that I, makes a bunch I of can't sense. interpret this any other way. And I've got Jackson's got his Twitter alerts on and everything because the news might break literally while we're recording the podcast. I can't interpret this any other way than they've found their way forward from the current roster, either to bring Kyrie or to turn Russ into Buddy. You know, whatever the other options are. So yeah, I, yeah. I, I take it as double good news that way. I mean, you look at the convenient timing of just a couple of days ago, we got word that the Lakers are willing to come up off the 27 yep. and the 29 yep. first rounder. And now this. So, yeah, it, I don't know. Kyrie might be a done deal. We'll see. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh. I, I might have to skip a vacation next summer to afford one nosebleed Lakers seat <laughs> and try and smuggle I'll be in a nosebleed with you, Bubba. <laughs> <laughs> we can try. go half on it. I'll get the first like, half, you get the second half. <laughs> well, I'm going to tuck Vinny inside of my coat. You know what I mean? <laughs> try I'm going to tuck Sony in. in my hat. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> She'll be 15 playing basketball in high school. You'll be like, you were there. You saw him. Right. right. <laughs> you saw him. You saw him pass. You saw him pass Kareem. You don't remember right. it, but you saw it. Right, right, right. Um, all right. Uh, one other piece of uh, Lakers news. I was really excited to see the NBA schedule is uh, is dropping right now. I don't. I, you know, I understand people have uh, dead air to fill, but breaking down schedules in August is about the most unappealing thing I can personally imagine. But there was one piece of really cool news from the Lakers. March 7th, when they host the Grizzlies, they will be retiring Pau Gasol's jersey. Um, from my perspective, not just as a Laker fan, but as a basketball fan, I think this is long overdue, uh, and I'm happy to see you know Pau finally get that recognition. Uh, what, are, what What's your thought of, thoughts about it, Tyler? Oh, for sure. Pau's shit should have been retired. Um, you know, besides being, you know, a, a Laker legend who got them two rings, you know, Kobe's number two on, on, on that uh, repeat. He's just fucking good he's right like he's the best player ever from spain he was fucking phenomenal like you know there's there's you know i i get wanting to you know lionize kobe wanting to build kobe up but i feel like a lot of that comes at, at pal's expense you know what i mean because we were there when that pal trade happened and the fucking sentiment when that shit happened was yo the league is done 
Kobe, Kobe's getting rings now. He got his number two. You know what I mean? Like, like Powell was that fucking good. And, you know, he for, he for sure fulfilled that prophecy. So, yeah, you know, uh, Powell should have been retired as a, as a Laker. And, you know what I'm saying? He's just, like I said, he's a Laker legend and he's a fucking, you know, all-time great player as well. Oh, yeah, man. I remember the Grizzly years. A fucking mm-hmm. dog. We couldn't believe that they actually got Powell. No, Powell and Kobe on the same team seemed fucking insane. You know yeah. what I mean? He took a hit to his legacy by being, you know, like the the yeah. like uh, you know, his Kobe's, you know, Robin. You know what I mean? He was a top-tier player that could have, you know, you could have built around, you know what I'm saying? But uh, but yeah, Powell's a fucking god. There's no way it should have been retired. So yeah, for sure. It makes it makes all the sense in the world. I think Bro, Tyler Greg, just Greg, Greg Popovich wanted an investigation done when that trade happened. He thought there was collusion between the Grizzlies and the Lakers, bro. People thought that Jerry West, who was once, you know, the, yep. the Grizzlies GM and stepped down like a year before that trade, they thought Jerry West was out there pulling strings for, 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 for the home team when that trade happened. It was that unfair, bro. Yeah, well, you made an excellent point, too, on the legacy talk. It's interesting how much social media has changed everything about basketball because you can't imagine this happening now, but Pat was a top-tier player when he came to the Lakers, and Kobe kind of treated him like... I mean, Kobe, you know, like, the sentiment in L.A. was like, oh, Kobe's trying to toughen Pow up. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. he's trying to turn Pow into a winner. And I think that that was like, Pow was willing to go along with that because of his respect and his admiration for Kobe. But it was always miscast, at least locally, and, you know, I mean, I, I, I remember, you know, you'd have games where Powell had like 20 and 14 or something. And there was that like, oh, Powell, like, he's got to give us more than that, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> or, yeah. Or whatever. But I think he definitely, like Kobe, probably because of the Shaq dynamic, felt the need to really assert himself as the dominant guy in that relationship. Mm-hmm. And I thought that it wasn't entirely fair the way they, you know, I thought at the time it wasn't entirely fair. Obviously, he and he, you know, Powell and Kobe became very close. And I think Powell's, uh, continued relationship with Kobe's kids and family. has just been like a a blessing to see from the outside. So very happy to see him get his flowers for sure. And uh, yeah, it should, should not have taken this fucking long. I just, it really should agree. And and, and going back to what you said, pal for sure. um, Unfairly received like a whole lot of soft labels, a whole lot of, Mm -hmm. because, because the thing is like, bro, he wasn't a, he wasn't, you know, he could do work on a, on a low post back to, back to the basket. That wasn't his bread and butter. He was like a, a face you up, you know, work the mid range, work the deep ball sometime, um, you know, um, um, uh, four and five. And that's the way that the fours and fives play today. You know right. what I mean? Like, like if he, he, was, if he was on the front edge of it. Right, right. If he was playing in, in, in today's NBA, they wouldn't be in any of that soft talk. You know what I mean? Because that is how the game has evolved. Correct. I yeah, totally yes, completely agree with you. Um, all right, let's talk about what a <laughs> what a little fucking bitch Skip Bayless is. <laughs> that motherfucker. <laughs> a generational hater in the literal term of, of, of the fucking phrase in the literal sense. God damn. I have said to people who are like who people who don't like me who would say something about my kids, even in jest or whatever, like, hey, you don't like me, don't like me. If you say anything about my fucking kids. You know, it's crossing a line. You you make a living off this shtick of thinking Braun is like a bad basketball player or whatever. Fine. I don't personally understand why people find it entertaining, but okay. But don't tweet about people's fucking children. Don't tweet about high school students with the platform that you have, bro. I, you know, I understand Bronny is going to be under just the biggest fucking spotlight and microscope ever this year for a high school kid, but like, Skip Bayless, like, keep children's names out of your fucking mouth with the, like, oh, where, your dad dunked it with the other hand, but you got away where, with it. Like, where's Will Smith when we need him? Right. <laughs> <laughs> you feel we me? motherfuckers need to get slapped and talk to reckless about family, bro. It's just, I mean, it's just weird. Like, he's made his career not just like saying Braun was a bad basketball player. I think he's actually obsessed with Braun. You know what I mean? There's an odd obsession. He's talking about how he's never missed Braun games. He watches every Braun game. I don't know how true that is, but it seems pretty true. To being that he always has something to say when something happens. But you know, like that moving to the, a, a child, not now, now Bronny, where like you you speak in the same way you speak to this grown man to a seventeen year old is so fucking weird. And it's such it's such bullshit. Being that we've seen, and I tweeted this because I didn't know Skip said the bullshit until you said yeah, me, yeah, said it yeah, to yeah. me. When I saw that dunk, and I've seen a bunch of other clips and watched Bronny play throughout this summer. I'm like, Bronny's taking a huge step. This is a huge year for Bronny. 
You know what I mean? Like he's finally realized he had he's he's a demigod. He's half God. You know what I mean? He finally realized he's that. <laughs> he realized and he, and he, and he's Hercules. He's, yeah, yeah. You feel me? And and, and, and and he's hitting his, and he's bumping his chest. You know, he's slapping his chest. You know, he knows who he is now. And it's going to be a big year for him. And that moment was like one of those moments where it's like, you know, he just in the air like, oh, yeah, I could do this on this motherfucker. Like dunk with the wrong hand on the opposite side because I'm LeBron James' son. And then Skip comes in here, finds a way to say some weird ass hater shit, bro. You know what I mean? Like, nigga, like, bro. That, I mean, and the stick don't even work like that no more, bro. Like, it's like, before we almost believed you. Now it's like, bitch, shut the fuck up with your old ass. You sounding sick. Get some, take some medicine. You know what I'm saying? So it's weird. But like, look, that clip to me was like, with Bronny, like, it's just, it's just a, the exclamation point on the end of the summer where Bronny's gonna make a big leap this year and he finally realized who he is. It's his team, too. He doesn't have, like, God-tier high school players in front of him because they were like, you know, he had, like, top five players in him when he was a right. freshman. The best player in the, in the nation last year is in front of him. You know what I mean? Now it's his team. We're going to see some good shit from Bronny, though. And I think, you know, I, I think this year we actually see who he truly is, you know? Yeah. And fuck Skip Bayless just off the strength because fuck Skip Bayless. <laughs> you feel me? Fuck Skip Bayless forever. I would make a request as uh, someone who covers high school kids uh, primarily for a living that I understand the impulse from national media and um, different outlets to like, I understand high school sports is being turned into a business and, and the, these kids are getting followings at younger and younger ages. But I would ask every adult engaged in doing that to have some have some tact and have some restraint in the way you talk about children. I don't care if it's, Oh, he's Peyton Manning's nephew. I don't care if it's LeBron James's son. Kids are children are children and we should <laughs> have different rules for talking about them. You don't need to nitpick people's games or, you know, whatever the fuck else they'll be 18. They'll be in college in a year or two and you'll be able to do all this stupid shit you're doing now, you know, when they're adults. But we can leave that stuff where it is. No one in the world thinks, oh, you know, the way sports media is is so healthy. We should slather that on more children. <laughs> it's just like, no. it's on you. If your boss tells you, I need you to say, turn some shit out about Arch Manning or whatever, you can say no and say, I'm not comfortable saying this about a child. I promise you, Twitter will agree with you. Your boss will get fired. You know what I mean? But have I mean, some fucking tact, man. <laughs> the way we talk about adults is gross too. We keep it in a stack. You know what I mean? Like, a lot of shit that's being said about the adults is gross. Like, the shit that he says about Bron is, is gross. Agreed. You know what I'm saying? The way he talks about him. And then you, now you're doing that, like, like this, this motherfucker has no cooth. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> no scruples. <laughs> you get no, some scruples no about scruples you, motherfucking skip. Goddamn, you know what I mean? Fucking Lahetro Hank is out here with the cooth. <laughs> <laughs> no cooth. I got a pool in my, in my backyard for a week, nigga. I'm talking to... <laughs> Been we don't out have situation in LA, nigga. So it's it's, it's different. <laughs> I'm feeling special right now. <laughs> oh shit! The NFL Week One odds are out, and now is the time to try FanDuel Sportsbook if you haven't already. Get in on the action early this season. Right now, new FanDuel Sportsbook customers can get a no sweat first bet up to one thousand dollars. What futures bet would I make with a no sweat bet? Well, the Rams repeating at plus eleven hundred may be a good option. Uh, I might take Derrick Henry to win the rushing ti uh, rushing title. Uh, will Kyler and the Cardinals beat the eight and a half win total? Uh, I'd probably bet negative on that one. And you can even start building out same game parlays. Just sign up using promo code J and J. Place your first bet, and FanDuel will give you up to one thousand dollars back in free bets if you don't win. There's no better place to get ready for the football season than on FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook and official betting partner of the NFL. Download the FanDuel Sportsbook app and sign up using promo code JNJ to get started with your no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's promo code JNJ. That's J-A-N-D-J. Disclaimer. Available in selected states only. First online real money wager only. Refund issued as non-withdrawable free bets that expire 14 days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Visit fanduel.com slash RG or call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. Uh, Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other. As Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. 
Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like in the parking lot at your kid's peewee championship game. A trophy bigger than your five-year-old is blocking the rear windshield of the car in front of you. As they reverse into you, you're stuck on defense. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, this crash could drain your athletic fund. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected, or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moon roof you can sit back and enjoy the wide open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Raymond Green, our uh, teammate, uh, got married uh, over uh, over the weekend. and. Congrats to Dre. Jackson, was it true that Draymond tweeted uh, a thank you to or had on his IG stories a thank you to LeBron James, but uh, referred to him as, quote, my king? That is a deep fake. <laughs> we, we might need <laughs> you to verify that. The streets are lying. Because, I saw, yeah, it. I don't I saw see. the image. The oh, streets lying like okay. a motherfucker, bro. <laughs> he Photoshop. Even um, even um, uh, yeah, I, I think it's, I think it's Photoshop. I I I, I, look, I looked at it. I didn't see that image on there. I think it's okay. an image of him, Tatum, and all. They all just jumped in that motherfucker. It's cool to see Tatum up there with like doing his thing with them. though. he's he's taking some big steps. Uh. On all outside of basketball, you know, what I mean, expanding his social circle, and, getting his you know what I'm score saying. Up. I mean, I, I think these are money decisions though that can be made. You know, what I mean, this is a forever money you can get into because those people in that in that picture, you know, what I mean, hundreds of millions of dollars. You feel me? Uh, did you see the party favors they gave out at the oh, wedding? Yeah. Them blunts was fatter than a motherfucker. I was like, God damn. <laughs> like, no. I would have been scared of one of them motherfuckers. I was the one who smoked all the time. Them bitches was humongous, dog. Like, you got to be 6'8 to smoke them motherfuckers. 6'8 yeah, and above, bro. Those blunts were intimidating. I don't have the body mass to hit a blunt that big, nigga. Shit. Got to get my That's scruples about arm, me when nigga. I saw them. Shit. All that weed. It take about three hits. No, I'm good. <laughs> they take gonna call hit, me a bitch that night. You got for sure. <laughs> Whole ass nigga. Damn right. <laughs> Shit. Fuck so, you, so man. Put, put this in my pocket for later. Just right. Take that home and enjoy that over the month of September. <laughs> Bro, if Tyler says it's scary, it's scary. This yeah, motherfucker was... will face a fucking blunt, nigga. Like, <laughs> like change. <laughs> <laughs> if Tyler says it's scary, it's scary. I've For never sure in scary. life heard Tyler say he was intimidated by 
any amount or potency of marijuana. <laughs> I, I was taken aback when I saw that image, though. I tell you that. Much. He gasped. I clutched my pearls. <laughs> oh wow, Draymond! Oh my days! <laughs> it's, it's wild because I never. I don't. Draymond might not even be a smoker, but I never really considered Draymond to be the smoking type. But I mean, everyone fucking smokes. I wouldn't be surprised if he was. But bro, I, I honestly would be surprised if Draymond didn't smoke, man. You, you think so? You know, I, I think he, so. I mean, he looks like, like think, one of those high off life dudes to me, though. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, but high off life <laughs> niggas get high too. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? Like everybody like weed. You feel me? I think I think like Wiz is a high off life dude, but he be high as a motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, man. I, I think he, I, it doesn't surprise me. But well, I, as well, party favors, that's a real, that's a different type of smoke. You know what I mean? Like, we just going to roll these blunts up at the wedding. <laughs> that's different. That's An different. open rolling station. I like it was a bruschetta. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> like a fucking roast beef station. <laughs> a roast beef station of goddamn blunt rolling. Charcuterie board of fucking weed, nigga. You know what I mean? To Crazy. me, the height of, you know, you hit the jackpot at a wedding when they have like the candy bar. You know what I mean? You could just go up and I'll just go up and just scoop a fucking big ass bag of gumballs out of those things. You know what I mean? The fucking fancy gumballs too. That costs maybe one ten thousandth. <laughs> My homie had some Krispy Kreme party favors and I thought that was the best party favor on the planet. You, we each got four donuts. I'm like, damn right. This Wedding is awesome. donuts are wildly underrated. <laughs> right. Wedding donuts are a great move for sure. Not everybody fucks with fuck expensive cake, bro. You know what I mean? The expensive but donuts kind of, they kind of like expensive donuts kind of cap, nigga. I ain't really, I would, I would rather, there's some dirt, like, like Randy's donuts, good, but they're not expensive to the point where they're nasty. You know what I mean? They're more expensive yeah. than Krispy Kreme. Yeah. But like, if I like what, what sidecar, people love that shit. That's cool, bro. Them shits is cake. I don't need that. That's not a donut. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I, feel like, like I, feel like a, I feel like a lot of gourmet donuts be like heavy as fuck, bro. And I like airy donuts. You know what I'm right. saying? Like that's that's Krispy Kreme's whole appeal. Like they that's air like the shit Kremes. while they cook it. Yeah. You can eat 12 of them motherfuckers. Like I'd rather sit down and eat 12 of them than eat two cakey ass ones. You know bro, what, what I'm saying? Like, bro, I, I, I've told y'all before, in college, we would pull up in the goddamn Krispy Kreme parking lot, hot box the whip, and wait till that motherfucker hot light came on. And go there high as hell, get a whole box to ourselves, and fucking crash out, bro. There's a video of me and my homie going through that motherfucker backwards. <laughs> <laughs> we went reverse to the driver <laughs> for whatever the drive through drove through backwards just cause. <laughs> Tyler, who the owns the do- who, who owns the donut places in 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 Richmond? Like what kind of like? Because in L.A. and Southern California, definitely like Long Beach and and the South Bay, they're all owned by like Asians, like mostly like immigrant families, and they're fucking like I'm I'm with John. I would rather go to. It's a it's a spot. Uh, Simone's by us. It's twenty four hours a day. This by Long Beach State. The donuts are like a dollar twenty five, but it's so much better than the sidecar. Or the fucking like the gentrified donut, like you said, it's just too dense and fucking thick and moist or whatever. Who? But yeah, is it like Asians that own own this shit out there? Nah, it's 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 fucking hipsters. It's fucking hipsters putting bacon on everything. So yeah, it's it's that type of scene out here. Right, that bacon donut too. Y'all lying to yourselves. You lying and you taste that shit. And that motherfucker go crazy. I would say even just the basic Krispy Kreme right off the motherfucking heat Mm -hmm. is 10 times better. You know what I mean? Y'all just want to be cool out here, bro. You're lying to yourselves. You biting that. That's better than a Krispy Kreme donut. It's not. The one other uh, announcement, uh, NBA announcement about the schedule that was uh, interesting, I thought worth talking about, was they're not going to play any games this year for the first time on Election Day. All 30 teams will play on the Monday before, the day before Election Day which they're also setting aside is I think they called it some kind of like a civic engagement day where there's going to be, you know, uh, players or teams encouraging or volunteering people to get out and vote or whatever. I thought that was really cool. I think that, um, as we see most major corporations, um, you know, after, uh, after the George Floyd protests and after the black lives matter summer, they just were like, all right, cool. We did that. We, we don't give a fuck about anything to do with politics or organizing or anything. And I respect that the NBA said, um, you know, our, our players union came to us and said, we want to find ways to be more involved or set, set aside space to be more involved with that aspect of our communities. And it seems like a small thing. I think everyone should have election day off. That would obviously make life easier on a number of fronts uh, in a country where 
allegedly we want everyone to vote. Um, but I thought this was cool. What, what, what was your guys' reaction to, uh, to seeing that? Yeah, I, I mean, I, I thought it was, you know, a great move by them, too. You know, they've they've been committed to being, you know, kind of this, you know, progressive forward leaning league. So, you know, that, that aligns with that. And I, I think it's good on them. Yeah, I mean, they're just following up <clears throat> on what they said. You know what I'm saying? It's standing on their word. I appreciate that. All right. Transition out of sports content. Where are we going? Big vaginas. Is that a topic at all today? <laughs> I didn't have it on the list, but we could talk China, about it if we don't want have to. to talk about big vaginas, but <laughs> the vagina that shook up Twitter. <laughs> and boy, was it a big one. Indeed. We are still <laughs> feeling the aftershocks of the huge right. vagina. <laughs> the huge hundred year vagina. <laughs> the huge Twitter vagina scandal of 2020. <laughs> Haven't seen a vagina like that. <laughs> in a century's time the, the summer of 34 <laughs> right. last time I seen that type of vagina <laughs> oh, God bless her what a way to God wait, bless what her a, what that motherfucker what a way to start Husky a conversation ass burger. <laughs> right <laughs> You how, how much you think that thing weighs? At least four pounds, dog. <laughs> At least four pounds. That's four pounds of vagina, bro. That's a, so, that's a bushel of vagina. That's a, right? Right. a bushel. Right. That's a that's a whole bushel that's of that bushel vagina of bubble. Goddamn. Somebody tweeted that's got to sound Woo. like at least four pots of mac and cheese being stuffed. <laughs> <Yeah>. Bro. <laughs> Double cheese in that thing. Sheesh. Oh, fuck. Uh, hey, no. Y'all can say whatever y'all want, though. It gets run over in these parts. <laughs> I dare you what, though. I'd hitch that on my cart and ride it. <laughs> you know <what> <laughs> For sure, <laughs> brother. I also saw someone just tweeted uh, "fight back" at Garfield. Whoo, <laughs> 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 my is like, so what's this vagina y'all are talking about? I saw so many tweets wanting to see the vagina. Yes, yes. <laughs> only on Twitter. One, only, one? only on Twitter. Someone, hey, my kids started school today. This is great. The next day, you know. What people really get wrong about the housing crisis is this. And then on Thursday, where's the vagina at? Right, right, right. I heard well, there's a big vagina like, in the midst. Y'all, y'all were talking about a vagina. I said, is this the vagina you were talking about? No. no. There's a big vagina day on Twitter. <laughs> That's not the vagina. It's an He's actual day for vagina. Not a thought of what the... <laughs> like, she put that thing right. That was in the front row. You feel me? Sheesh. Yeah, you sent that picture and, was, and Tyler and I said, eh, wrong vagina. Wrong vagina. <laughs> This is the other one. You got the, yeah, you got the wrong vagina, bro. Somebody sent me that say, asking if their vagina was big. Like, <laughs> if they thought, I thought this, that was a big one. And so I thought it was that one that they were talking about. No, it wasn't. It was not. <laughs> it was there's a, not. There's a lot of big vagina roaming them Twitter streets. <laughs> Y'all be safe out there. <laughs> I just, it was like a perfect Twitter day because it was actually really funny for a couple hours. And then obviously it spread far enough that it stopped being funny. And then it quickly pivoted into not only not being funny, but being discourse. So someone oh, was getting, God. someone was getting roasted for saying, um, uh, well, like uh, y'all gonna have a pussy off, but we can't have a dick off on the timeline. And then someone just said, uh, "Well, yeah, because dicks are ugly." And then that person was getting roasted for being uh, sexist against penises. I guess I don't know. <laughs> no, but dicks people are were ugly. really upset. People I, were like, think not... piecing in the quote tweets. <laughs> As a person that has a penis, I think I have the right to say that dicks are ugly. You know what I mean? Yeah. Who disagrees right. with that? Who disagrees I mean, with apparently that? Apparently, the people that on Twitter was was saying the motherfuckers was ugly. They, you know, they say, well, they weren't ugly or whatever. Right? People on Twitter would disagree with literally anything. You're right. Literally. I'm trying to think of how extreme I want my example to be about this right now. But I would say a couple <laughs> months back, I tweeted, 
uh, that I was happy that a couple of the old people in my neighborhood complimented me on how green my yard was. And I had a half dozen people who quote tweeted and was like, aren't you aware that there's a drought? <laughs> it's like, are you opposed Bro. to green lawns, dog? Look, hey, look, look, block them. <laughs> block them, Mike. Block them motherfuckers, please. <clears throat> block them. You need to I'm block a muter. more people. I'm a muter. I mute and block. You, I sent you the stats. Yeah, you did. You did. <laughs> we, we, we do both over there, Bubba. We doing Tyler, are you a mute? You, you're just a muter, right? Have you? How many people uh, have you blocked? Would you guess? I, I I block a lot of motherfuckers because I feel like this. I feel like I, um, it's a privilege to read my tweets. I'm really fucking good at Twitter, bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Very funny and smart, yeah, bro. Like, it's like I'm really good, and I'm, and I'm like the nerve of this motherfucker talking to me like this. Is he serious? And blockity block block, bitch. So yeah, I block a lot of motherfuckers, dog. I told you I would block a person for talking to somebody else on some shitty shit. I'm like, bro, if you yeah. are asshole and you being an asshole to somebody else. I don't think I ever want to hear you say anything. Like, you know, unless you're being an asshole to an asshole. You know what I'm saying? But if somebody mm -hmm. says something regular and you're being a dickhead and it gets retweeted on my shit, bro, I don't I don't care about you. I don't ever want I don't want to know you exist anymore. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> you know what I mean? It ain't even gotta yeah. be to me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We clear we cleaning it up, man. It's all good. We trying to keep the good vibes going. You feel what I'm saying? All right. Well, fat cats aside, actually, the the topic that I had down was uh, <clears throat> I wanted to circle back on the uh, aluminum, uh, al aluminum deodorant versus uh, non-effective deodorant conversation. Tyler has inspired some discourse himself yes. on Twitter.com. Tyler, explain your stance to the people. Listen, bro, I don't care if aluminum deodorant takes years off my life. That is a trade off. I am more than willing to make. <laughs> <laughs> over being musty. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I've said before, bro, you need that whole, uh, if you if you make this monumental change to your everyday living, you'll live longer. Th that shit don't appeal to me, bro. Like, you need a better pitch to me than, than you'll, you'll live to be 82 instead of 78 if you want me to be musty for the next fucking four decades of my life. Right? Like, that's not a good trade-off, bro. That is not happening. <laughs> But but nah, and and so like I need all the aluminum. I need everything that doesn't make me stink and sweat. I don't give a fuck, bro. I'm cool with it. I remember seeing a tweet a while a while ago where somebody said, "Give me that shit that gives you cancer," <laughs> <laughs> and that's a horrible thing to say. But Bubba's ain't no excuse for being musty. I don't know how them motherfuckers be moving, but how I grew up, man. Dog, musty is probably one of the top two worst things you could be. Must, musty Smell is it. forever, bro. Bro, like, bro. We, we all know someone, and, and as lame as I think it is to, you know, still hold on to the way people were as kids, we all know someone who had a one bad musty day <laughs> in, in fucking middle school, and that's the first thing you think about when you hear that person. To this day, they had one bad day in 1998, <laughs> and it is it has followed them forever, bro. <laughs> Several wars ago, and they'll be stank for the rest of their life. Yeah. Bro, but like, Hell yeah, no. that body odor and bad breath, man. Like, I just, you, y'all, you, you can, there's nothing you can say to get me to sign up for that. It's just bro, not going to happen, man. Bro, did I, did y'all know Wilt Chamberlain was nicknamed Big Musty? Was, no, this is on the list, though. Tell this story. Uh, that's crazy. <laughs> I, I was calling myself Big Musty in the gym like three years ago, jokingly. You know what I mean? <laughs> but that is interesting. Yes. Yeah, so, so this is the story. Um, being back in New York where he actually lived on Central Park South while playing for the Warriors <laughs> in Philadelphia, after games, he'd scoot in and out of the shower. Scoot in and out of the shower. Scoot. <laughs> he'd scoot in and out of the shower. Said, I got Garfields to chase. <laughs> right? <laughs> Grab a bunch of lukewarm hot dogs. Throw him into his smelly duffel bag along with his sopping wet uniform, socks, and sneakers and catch the last train to the city. His teammates called him Big Musty behind his back. <laughs> and they were right. <laughs> Bro, that shit is even listed on his basketball reference page like as one of his official nicknames. That is wild as hell. Big Musty, dog. Man, that fucks me up a little bit because you think, I, I <laughs> when I think about him, I think he smells good. You know what I mean? Like, I, I would imagine a man who brags yeah, about what he brags fashionable about. Fashionable dude, ladies man. And, right. I think he would like, he, you know what I'm saying? Right. He was right, out here right. smelling like White Castle. Wild as hell, bro. But <laughs> Hey, White Castle was crazy. White Castle smelled crazy. Hardy's smell was crazy, too. And as much as I love Arby's, when you go in there to eat it, it smells good. 
People that work at Arby's do not, though. If you have a nigga that work at your home, he worked at Arby's, when he come back to the... Hey, bro, wash that off. I, I think the weirdest smell about 45 of a, minutes. Yeah, you got to hose him off outside like a kid. Um, right, do not come in here with that Arby's smell on you. I think Subway has the weirdest smell yeah, of Subway all like mainstream. You walk fuck. into a Subway, you can smell the fake bread. Like you can yeah. smell the 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 gym mat foam they are painting to look like bread in the fucking back bro. Yes, yes. It's a weird smell. The thing about Arby's though, it smells like you live in your car. You know what I mean? It's like a bruh. It's, it's like it's like, you know what I mean? Like you could have showered that morning. It smells like you showered three days ago. You smell not like yesterday, the day before yesterday. You know what I'm saying? That's what's weird about Arby's, man. You smell like I mean, Monday. it's not when you walk in, it's right. It's like it's Thursday. You smell like Monday. You know what I'm saying? But it's not the it's not in the rest. It, what's weird is not in the restaurant. It's niggas that work in the restaurant. I had homies working in the restaurant. I'm like, yo, wash that shit off before you pull up in the crib, dog. It's not happening. You feel me? <laughs> and I worked I, at Hardy's, so I know how that Hardy smell was crazy too. Throwing beat my Luke, ass for a little bit. <laughs> throwing lukewarm hot dogs in your gym bag is a beyond That's wild madness. boy activity. And so I think the two, maybe the two most misleading historical figures are Wilt Chamberlain looks like he smelled good. And then like Abraham Lincoln. Are you aware of Abraham Lincoln's voice? Because no. like everyone always does the yeah. like four score and so Abraham Lincoln, he yeah. had a super high pitched voice. Yeah, they said he had, had a shirley ass four at that time yeah. period. Bro, th- yeah, they said like he didn't talk a lot during the, as a kid because he got bullied because behind that shit and all that. So yeah, he was like very self conscious about it for his entire life. So he was up there <laughs> four scores and seven years, seven years. Hey, his whole <laughs> everything that's been said about him is a lie. Like our whole, like my whole impression of him as a kid. It's absolute yeah. bullshit. Yeah, because he's tall everyone, and he has a yeah. big nose. <laughs> and everyone he has slaves. Everyone thinks he's like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think he owns slaves, but he, but, I th- but I th- he I th- wasn't. I, th- I, th- he, I don't think so. No, nah, okay, he, he okay. wasn't. He wasn't pro equal rights for black people. He was just on some. You know, America cannot continue to be divided. We have to be either all slave or all, all free. But then so. he, but he, just, but he said something about like they weren't. We weren't equal, right? Like, yeah, yeah. He, 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 he said. Were, he, he, okay. he said. He said some super racist shit. He says something like at this stage in the Negro's development. <laughs> Yeah, he said some shit like that. <laughs> there will never be wow. a play between the races. <laughs> I mean, Abraham. I'm fine with them. I just don't want him dating my daughter. <laughs> low key, fuck Abraham Lincoln too. You know, low key though. <laughs> oh shit. Yeah. That boy, that fucking killed me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he was progressive for 1860. <laughs> yeah. Like, in other yeah, words, the worst person people, on the planet today. <laughs> yeah. Thinking black people shouldn't be owned was like groundbreaking in 1860. Right, 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 right. The uniter, the great uniter. <laughs> he, thought human, he thought human beings, and he probably didn't really even think human beings were human beings. He just didn't think human beings should own human beings. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> I don't think that human beings should. <laughs> what a bitch. <laughs> Where's my top hat? It's time to make a very important speech. <laughs> Fucking Mickey Mouse, Abraham Lincoln. That big ass hat on sounded like a bitch. Like, sounded like a bitch. <laughs> oh, fuck. Okay. Um,. What else do we got here? What do we got? What do we got? Are y'all aware? This fucked me up. Are y'all aware that figs are not vegan? Yeah, man. Wasps fuck them. Oh, no. Uh-uh. They don't just fuck them, but the fig has to ingest a wasp in order to turn into fruit. So there's a dissolved wasp in every fig that has ever fruited. I was Don't not the aware wasp of this. like like doesn't the wasp like lay an egg in it and then it's like the post nut collapse into the fig and then the fig like eats it or some shit? Yes. Yeah. What happened? What the fuck? He <laughs> just explained it as clearly as it's this yeah, happened it's, on Twitter. Uh, uh, no, uh, this uh, is on Wikipedia. No, no, this, yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, uh, wasp lay eggs in date. Figs are dates that are like right, like dates or what that have been fucked by a wasp that have been fucked by a wasp. Yeah. But yeah, yeah exactly. So so they lay an egg in the date and then they just kind of like you know go into the motherfucking date like the post nut collapse and <laughs> then the motherfucking date eats them and turns into a fig 
So if you ate okay, a fig newton, you you ate some you ate some goddamn wasp sex. <laughs> you know, hey, I I be eating the fuck out of fig newtons, bro. Yeah. I think they're highly slept on, so I've eaten a lot of wasp sex in my life. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Okay. Not vegan. A fruit that fuck? is not vegan because there is a dissolved living organism inside of it. That's wild. Really wasp wild. delicious located. What do you think of next? <laughs> what Tyler? <laughs> I just wonder what would they be for? Yeah, that's like you've ever like tasted a gnat. I think we've all tasted a gnat before, like a gnat. We, you, we actually swallowed them running yeah. outside or some shit. The motherfuckers yeah, sure. are spicy, bro. Like they hot as hell. Like you ever had like <laughs> they like <laughs> flaming hot. <laughs> I'm like, God hey, damn! Sprinkle them on the on your Cheetos. This shit low key delicious. While this shit happened to me was me running in Alabama and I blinking a a, a mosquito in, under my eyelid. Oh, like, oh, the ones wow. with the long legs. Had to pull that motherfucker out from under my eyelid. Bro, I'm like, dog, I don't, I shouldn't be living here much longer. <laughs> it's time to go. <laughs> but so many mosquitoes while running home, jogging home, I, I blink one under my eyelid. Unreal, bro. Crazy. Hell no. There was Hell just a no. video, there was just a video a couple of days ago of a of, of a politician in I think Australia who swallowed a wasp mid sentence while he was giving a speech, he was like four score and seven, and then he, and then he went, oh, 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 I, I just swallowed a wasp. <laughs> Why? Okay, okay. okay. If it, a fly, maybe it was a bee. No, no, I think it was a bee. Oh, okay. He said, I just swallowed a bee. Oh. <laughs> what the fuck? Hey, bro, send me that. Send me that. <laughs> I just swallowed a bee. This Ralph would have panicked in front of everybody. I would have panicked in front of everybody dog that's kind of wild G, actually i've told y'all i would i'll turn around and run the other way in the middle of his speech i don't give a fuck i do not <laughs> fuck with bees or wasps i don't fuck with them in the slightest i jumped over char to get away from a wasp mess i've always felt like wasps had beef with me because anytime there was a group of people and like there were wasps around i was the only person that got stung it would always sting me. I'm like, what about me? That's why you know I just would be, I'd be gone. They never even had a chance to sting me. Is somebody else in my lineage that fucked with y'all and y'all running it back on well, my ass? There are like three animals on earth that have been proven to hurt other things for no reason. One of them is human beings and one of them is wasps. What's the third They're, one? I don't know. I'm like chimpanzees or dolphins or something, you know, something else. Like, is like human related evolved. mentally. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no, they like they'll sting you because there's no it doesn't hurt them. Unlike a bee or whatever. They'll sting you when they're not angry about anything and they're not protecting their nest. Well, they'll just sting you because it's like, oh, fuck this dude. <laughs> yeah, get this fucking guy out of here. Yeah. Look at this fucking me all my life. Get this fucking guy away from this from this <laughs> raccoon corpse that I'm eating, please. <laughs> bro, bees dolphins. Bro, bees and wasps are so on the opposite ends of the spectrum. Like bees are, you know, some of the, the ecosystem's most necessary animals. They fly from flower to flower, pollinating the world and creating honey. And fucking a wasp lives out at, at your fucking dumpster in a fucking cat's corpse. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like totally different ends of the fucking spectrum, bro. <laughs> oh, I think shit. the third one has to be dolphins, though, right? Because dolphins are like play with dead animals, right? They'll kill a, a, like a, a animal. No, and you think play about orcas. Orcas, 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 fucking seals, orcas, right? Like yes, fifty feet in the air. and don't eat them. They just yeah. kick them. <laughs> because you, y'all yeah, seen that? Um, how motherfucking is um 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 orcas and, and great whites been beefing? Like outside, yeah, of yeah, I remember that. yeah, yeah, no. yeah, yeah, yeah. Orcas, forth. orcas running shit, the yeah. score up. They said orcas out there tearing out livers, and <laughs> just, just, no, just sure. because, bro. It, it says something. It deserves some greater analysis that the bigger an animal's brain is, the more likely it is to be cruel it's for no reason. Right? Yeah, you know what I mean. Not yeah, great. That's, that's not a vacation a very thought, John. I'm scary sorry. Reality, right? I'm sorry, you John. That's that not a vacation thought. Like, I had a physical reaction to that. Like, damn, I hate how true that is. You Horrible. just had the you had the physical reaction I had when I found out that all the fig newtons I ate as kids had fucking acid Wasp dissolved them. wasps inside. Wasp of them. Ass. <laughs> That's kind of get back though, bro. From them always fucking with you. Now you know. You eating maybe, their ass on some like humbug shit. Maybe like, that's why they were going children. after us. Maybe that's why they were going after us. Yeah, I'm I'm a big that maybe because I'm a big thick Newton guy. I'm like one of the 
Like, you know, if there's eight people and one person You're needs like Genghis something Khan new, I'm him. I, yeah. And I'll be fucking them up, bro. I ordered, <laughs> ordered like six packs of them shits like two golf rounds ago, bro. I'm like, fucked them up on the back nine, dog. There can be Destroy no peace cousins. between human beings and the wasps <laughs> until the cease production of still exists. <laughs> I'm going to be doing this Abraham Lincoln shit for the rest of my life. That's too fucking funny. All right, y'all. We'll be back on Monday. Hope the rest of your week goes nice and easy and smooth for you. We'll see y'all soon. Bye! <laughs> <laughs>Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like in the parking lot at your kid's peewee championship game. A trophy bigger than your five-year-old is blocking the rear windshield of the car in front of you. As they reverse into you, you're stuck on defense. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, this crash could drain your athletic fund. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. 